The Monday Rewind. All right, welcome along to News Talk's Rewind podcast. I'm Raf Giallo, sitting in for Oshin Langan, who is unfortunately away today. You can get in touch on Twitter at Raftastico or also at Oshin Langan. First up, the Euro 2016 final just happened, so um, we'll be speaking to Paddy Mulligan. And then we'll also hear a little bit from the uh, Monster Hurling final as Michael Ryan and Derek McGrath react. But first up, and first up here's former Ireland Chelsea Crystal Palace defender Paddy Mulligan speaking to me. All right, Paddy Mulligan is here. Um, we've just had a Euro 2016 final. Um, I don't get the impression you were a big fan of the way the game played out or maybe even the quality of the tournament as a whole. Yeah, well, well, the quality last night I thought was pretty poor. I, I, I believe that the French went in uh, as, they're, as they're prone to do with an awful lot of arrogance. <clears throat> and a bit of arrogance is no harm either. Uh, but by the same token, I think they, 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 uh, they all, it was a bit of overkill on their hearts. I, I felt that they that they felt that they could win the game at any at any juncture, but that wasn't that wasn't going to happen. And um, and especially when Ronaldo went off uh, injured, um, they felt oh well we're in a nice comfort zone here now and we'll we'll get, we'll get a goal any time we like. That uh, Griezmann will come up with a, with, with with some uh, stunning effort, but that that uh, that wasn't to be. And um, the Portuguese uh, ended up winning it. And and, and uh, deserve to go and win it because they they took whatever chance uh, came their way. A little bit unlucky with the with the free kick that hit the crossbar, um, but overall, I I just think that that the French would be kicking themselves for allowing themselves to get sucked into in, into uh, the, the situation that they, that that they allow themselves to be sucked into, into so much and, and being very very over, over overconfident. But Santos, the the Portuguese manager, I thought was was absolutely immense. Whereas uh, Deschamps. Was not. I would have expected he would have played Conte in midfield, and he didn't go and do that. And he he, he did nothing on the sideline all night long. So uh, a black mark against uh, Deschamps, whether whether he was living in dreamland or not. Yeah. Only he can tell you that. The one weird thing I kind of noticed when Ronaldo went down injured and left the field, it actually seemed to have as much of of an effect on France as on Portugal, which. Is kind of which is a weird thing to happen. In effect, in in, in which way? In, in terms a, of in, a, in like, a negative way or a positive? In way? a negative way, because they actually they started okay, and then the life went out of both teams. Then yes, and you kind of think maybe France would have seen that as an invitation to really go, you know, go for the trophy. Yes. Really. and then when the, when when the Portuguese saw that the French weren't weren't, weren't coming at them, because for the first ten or fifteen minutes, looked like the, the, the French were going to steamroll them, and and uh, and that didn't that didn't materialize, and then the Portuguese got got a little bit more confidence at. Hold on a second here. No, we can, we can, we can do something here, and and then I think that uh, when when Ronaldo got injured, I thought I I felt that the Portuguese player said, well, right, we better we better have a little bit of a cut here now and, and see can can we redeem ourselves now we're, we're without our talisman, and uh, can we can we go on and and get something out of this game, and of course I'm I'm sure that they would have thought well uh, let's try and get to extra time. And and see what uh, what happens from there on, or or go and see if we can get the penalties and see what happens. But no, they got there hit a, hit a smashing goal. You know, he struck it. He struck it so well. But the but the French uh, Cachelny, you know, he really should have. I know he would have got a second yellow card, but he really should have. Yeah. He, he should have put the tackle in. There's no, I've no doubt about that. And 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 take I'd your chances. If, if he wasn't on the yellow, he probably would have. Yeah, and take and, and take your chances. Yeah, uh, and and then you'll, you'll you don't worry about the consequences afterwards. You know. Yeah, as Bill Shankly famously said, you know, when when uh, players hesitate when they're offside, just stick the ball in the back of the net. Then we'll, we'll then we'll worry about the questions after that. Yeah, um, I think we all know 
Cristiano Ronaldo is, of course, uh, an extraordinary player. But um, in terms of, I suppose some people will probably point out that winning the Champions League and this will probably mean like he probably should get a Ballon d'Or or something at the end. I don't know if the Euros really pointed to that. He wasn't great on the pitch. He was actually great on the sideline once he uh, once he got injured. But, yeah, uh, yeah. When, when, when he was limping along the sideline. Yeah. And, and um, it, what does it do for his reputation, do you think? He he didn't have a good tournament by his standards, yeah. uh, in my estimation. And and it won't, it, 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 I don't think, I, I think his reputation will be still very much intact. And he, he is, there's no question about it. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a wonderful player. And he's a very, he's a very gifted player. And that header uh, last week, I mean, what a, what a header that was. I mean, bullet-like. He's got to be the best header in, in, in of a ball in, in the game at this moment in time, so I, I don't think that his his reputation will either be enhanced or or, or and it certainly won't be sullied either. He he just has something, you know. He's he is he's look at he's a smashing player, yeah. and it was just it was just very very unfortunate. I didn't think he, the injury was that serious, but obviously it it, it is when I, at first when I saw it, I thought maybe he's just play acting, but he, he certainly wasn't play acting. And I don't know I don't know whether it's his thigh or whether it's his knee, because he was holding the back of his knee. And if it's a knee, well, well sign. You'd, you'd you'd be you'd be a little bit concerned. You know, the thigh injury would be bad enough, but he'd recover from it quicker. But if 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 the crucial if the crucial ligament is gone, and it was so unnatural the, uh, the challenge from from Pyatt, you know. And there's another player, Pyatt, who, who disappointed last night when push came to shove. Like a lot of the Frank Griezmann, you know, I know he wasn't getting too much of a service. Pogba, Pogba had a, had a, had another. Uh, outrageously uh, a poor poor game. Yeah, and I hear people say, "Oh, well, he was playing the wrong position." He's a footballer, so he should be able to adapt. And if he doesn't, if he doesn't see that there's space in front of him and that he can create and that he can get forward, well, then there's something. Then there's a, a distinct lack of football intelligence. Yeah, and, and maybe Sir Alex was right. The Let four or five years back, the Lemgo, that maybe he sees something that that a lot of people aren't saying. Because I wonder, I wonder. I suppose the question: I wonder would what he will be, would, would what he would be like if he was in the Premier League. I'm wondering whether the game would bypass him or not. He was great in the Juventus midfield where Pirlo was beside him and Vidal yeah. was there as well. And they're and both at, extraordinary players. And as look well. at and look at look at the, look at the two players that are there: Pirlo and Vidal. You know, yeah. he, if 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 he goes to United, because it looks as if Real Madrid have, have just said, "No, we're not going to we're not going to bother here." If he goes to United, who has he got beside him? Um, Schneider, Schneider and, Carrick. and yeah. Carrick. It's, it's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a walking disaster for him. He's not going. He's not going to be able to cope. In that. I don't believe he's going to be able to cope. And if you, and if you, maybe I'm, I'm jumping the, the gun here. If United pay any money for him, be it a hundred million or be it two million, I think they're nuts. I would say it might be fair if it was like twenty, thirty yeah. million, maybe. I wouldn't take, given today's prices. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take the chance on 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 the quality of the player. I mean, we all were, now now we're all getting sucked into talking about. Uh, the prices, which yeah. which I understand, because all, it's all about is it forty? Is he worth forty or fifty million? And, well, and the price and, is sterling. We don't know what. Yeah, work, what exactly. Worth. And they're, and they're putting price on on players, an outrageous price on yeah. players. Um, so therefore, I'd be looking at the quality of of Pogba over the European Championships, and the quality was not there. And if I were a manager, I wouldn't touch him. Yeah, not in a million so, years. But Mourinho must see something in him then. Well, I don't. I, 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 Right now, I don't know what Mourinho sees him like. I don't know why Ibrahimovic is is has gone to Man United either, because I think that he's his sell by date um, was about four to five years ago to go to United. That was the time he should have been going to United. Now Mourinho got the best out of him, 
at at uh, at Inter Milan, the very very best. Now, can he do that again? I'm not I'm not so sure because of the pace of the game and the Premiership. I'm not saying the quality is good in the Premiership. As a matter of fact, I say the quality is pretty poor in the Premier League. But by the same token, it is played at a, at an alarming pace, uh, a pace that he won't have been used to. Certainly not in France because. The French league has been has been has been an awful league in, in, in the past season, and certainly in Bogba's case, the Italian league, uh, the pace of the game is, is an awful lot slower. You get more time, much more time in the ball. In England, you won't have time to think; you'll just be brushed off the ball. No matter who you're playing with, I don't care who it is. If it's the bottom team in, in, in the club, whether it's West Brom, doesn't matter who it is, or whether it's Arsenal or whether it's Chelsea, they'll they'll come gunning for you. So will 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 Pogba's brain and and will Ibrahimovic. Uh, Want to, want to mix it if Pogba goes to United. Well, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, I suppose final things. Uh, who was your player of the tournament? Oh, probably... Because it's hard to pick one. It wasn't yeah, one for the yeah, individuals. Yeah. Really. It would have been... It was probably Griezmann up to yesterday and he, yeah. he imploded a little bit yesterday. Maybe perhaps because the service wasn't there but he didn't seem to be uh, on his game last night. Uh, he, he had a snatch at a, at a few shots that uh, one in, in, in the in the in the first half, particularly when he took it on his left and, and really the header as well. Yeah, and he, he really should have been and the header he should have scored, and 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 or else at least make the keeper work. And the same with the left footed shot when it went wide by the near post when he really he should have been hitting the target and and didn't do it. His head, his body language suggested to me that either he he was he was too confident thought it was only a matter of time before they'd score, or. Uh, that he, he was playing with uh, with a lack of confidence. Why he should be playing with a lack of confidence is beyond me because he's had, he's had, he's had a wonderful tournament. But you know, notwithstanding all of that, I think that over the tournament that he, he's been a smashing player. Yeah. But let's hope that uh, uh, what we saw last night is not the true Griezmann. Yeah. Let's hope not. I don't think so because Atletico Madrid, he's, he, he's been immense as well for them. Could be a defender maybe for player of the tournament, I mean. Um Maybe a Pepe. I, I know well, nobody Pepe, likes him. No, but no, but yeah. Pepe, Pepe was magnificent well, last Fon- night. Jose Fonte. Jose Fonte, the two of them. As well, yeah. yeah, the two, two central friends of Portugal were absolutely magnificent. Yeah. And Pepe in particular last night, I mean, yes, he rolled around uh, at, at one stage in the second half, but I thought that he was absolutely wonderful. He won every ball that he should be winning, be it, be it on the ground. He made he made an incredible tackle at turned, one stage in the second once half. by Gignac for the yeah. shot that hit the post. That, so that was about it. Yes, and, 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 and Gignac didn't quite connect yeah. uh, with the ball. If he had of that was game set and match because I would think that was about the ninetieth minute. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I thought that Pepe brought a solidity and leadership uh, to the Portuguese team that that had been lacking before in 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 a few games. But look, I thought that Portugal deserved to, to to go and win the game, and so it was a wonderful, a wonderful achievement from the goal the goal winner. It just goes to show you that between the Danes winning it one year and then the the Greeks winning it another, and Portugal, that when you get to a tournament final. Don't set your sights on just getting there. Set your sights on moving on. Get out of the group and then t- see see where it takes you. Get out of the last 16, see where that takes you. Get out of the last eight, see where that takes you. Last four, you just don't know. Look, look at the Welsh. Welsh yeah. The Welsh were magnificent. Well, actually, Get to at, a semi-final. Iceland. Yeah. Looking at the tournament as a whole and Leicester's success as well and yeah. Atletico Madrid as well, It's suppo- I suppose it's a reward if you're organised and you have a couple of weapons up front. Yes, yeah. Like the sky is the limit. Yeah. Well, Santa, Santos, the, the, the manager of, of Portugal, had his team very, very well organised, very, very, very well tutored, and, and they never lost their shape or discipline the whole night long, which you would expect a team like Portugal to go and, to go and lose their shape Eventually, and discipline yeah. at, at one point. No, they were all totally tuned in. 
And, it, you know, it was magnificent to see. And, and one, as you quite rightly say, Raph, once you have that organisation about you in the modern game today, in any era, I suppose, uh, you've got you really set yourself up for a, for a, for a, for a big chance to go on to go on with, win the game, and and that's what Portugal did last night, and that they had a lot of belief, yeah, and that that's that is it, and and attitude was right. So once you once once you when you've got those hallmarks, and once you can when you can play a little bit, you know, what a, what an opportunity you have. That's great, great, to, great to see the underdog get there. Yeah, and great for Portugal. I'm sure there's great scenes in Lisbon and all the other. Well, looking at there, looking yeah. at them, looking yeah. at them last night, looking at looking at them at the big screen in Lisbon. I mean, they were they just went they just went wild, and they were they were well entitled to go and do so because they Definitely were just. Were. Oh, it was great stuff. It was great great stuff for Portugal last night. Not not a great game by any stretch of the imagination, but certainly great great stuff for Portugal. Definitely, um, and don't forget Serena Williams. Winning Wimbledon again. Oh, yeah. magnificent. Andy Murray as Andy well. Andy Murray as well. Fantastic, yeah. Serena was magnificent last Saturday. And you don't... I don't think that people give her the credit that she deserves. Yeah, that would be fair. I and think. I think that when, 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 when she does eventually retire, which I hope it's not, it's not too soon, I hope not, um, because I, I love watching her play, that people then realise just what an athlete this woman is because she's... You know, she's... she's She's had her fair share of knocks now in, 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 in life with the illnesses and so on and, and Venus being being ill and um now she's she's really turned around. And Kerber was no easy easy woman to play against either. Oh, she was solid. Yeah, and Kerber had beaten her had beaten her earlier on in, in, in the year also, you know, so it was a was a wonderful a wonderful performance by Serena. Well done. And then in the doubles. And Andy Murray in, in, in fairness, you know. Well once once Djokovic and Federer and Nadal were, were gone, well then he was he was the one to to pick it up, but there was still an enormous amount of pressure on on uh, on Murray yeah. to go and to go and perform, and uh, look at he did so and he, he did so very very well because, um, the he, he was playing yesterday as a huge huge serve, yeah. uh, Ranich has a what a what a serve he's got, but well, well, there was, it was nullified. Well, there was a funny one where um, Murray I think. Or no, Raonic served and it was like the second fastest one in history and Murray actually returned it back and yes. actually ended up winning the point as well. Yes, yes. Is... And some some of his passing shots were, were, were wonderful. Yeah, you know, and, and his, cha- his change of pace and change of direction of of, of, uh, of returning the ball to Raonic was just, oh yeah. no, excellent, excellent yesterday. Well done. Yeah, and so that's soccer and tennis and, and, and the whole lot. I'm not mentioning Galway and Russ. Come on, God help me! No, I didn't watch that game. Oh, I heard, you were, it, was, you, I heard you, it was muck. You didn't see a game. No, no, you didn't see a game. I can assure you that 15 men behind the ball. Oh no, 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 no! Nobody prepared to take a chance. Nobody had the had the, had the guts on either team to go and say we can go and win this. And I thought in the second half when Galway went 11 points to one seven up, I said, "No, lads, no, you can go ahead." Not at all. Everything square and back, square and back. When there was wonderful opportunities to go and 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 and, and bury Roscommon, yeah. And uh, Galway didn't do it, and they they may very well rule. They may very well rule that next Saturday in Castlebar. We shall see, Paddy Mulligan. Thanks for coming in. I live in hope. <laughs> All right, that was Paddy Mulligan speaking to me about the Euro twenty sixteen final, uh, tennis and Gaelic football. Um, but now there's some reaction from the Munster hurling final. Oshin Langan was there as Tipperary beat Waterford and beat his own Waterford to be more precise. Um, and here are the two managers, Derek McGrath of Waterford and Michael Ryan of Tipperary. Derek, I suppose Murphy's Law is when it goes wrong, it goes very wrong. It went very wrong today for Waterford, didn't it? Yeah, it went very, very, very demoralising defeat, very... I won't say embarrassing, but not not far off embarrassing really, you know, because we just felt coming into the game that everything, all the preparation had been done and we, we, we thought we'd prepared very well for the game and 
what unfolded it was a horror show right before our eyes you know one must give a lot of credit to Tipperary they looked well set up to take you on when you ran the ball they looked well set up to dispossess and then use the ball once they dispossessed you and maybe you were caught out of position yeah, they looked, they looked better than us, you know. That's what they looked. They looked better than us all over the field, and they looked more skillful, and they looked more tuned in, you know. So ultimately, I suppose when when a team is not as tuned in as it should be, the, the buck stops with the, with management and myself in particular. So we felt, as I said, everything was right. Tipperary are a very, very good team, and any analysis of how bad we were. It probably should be balanced by how good and how clinical and how skillful Tipperary were, you know. The lads looked a bit shocked out there when it started to really go south, we'd say when that third goal went in. They looked a bit lost because they hadn't really been in a position like that before. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And, you know, and I think even ourselves as a manager, we looked a bit starstruck, or not starstruck, but shocked ourselves. So it's extremely disappointing. Um, and, and But we're confident that the lads, not confident, but we're hopeful, I suppose, that the lads will recover from it. You know, the lads have a very big 121 game Wednesday night, a lot of them involved there, eight or nine involved, so if they can get back on the horse there, you know, we have a massive task ahead of us now with this day two weeks against Wexford. Were you surprised that Tip dominated physically so much, or, or is it a situation that once the team gets on top, that mentally once you shrink, physically you kind of shrink as well? Yeah, the latter, I'd say. You know, I think that's the case, because we would have we would have kind of pride ourselves on... You know, not the physicality, but the, the whole the area around the breaks and the breakdown, if you like, and getting bodies around that and trying to be, you know, not not being not being run over by anyone. But invariably, when you, you know you're you're at the hands of that type of defeat, you look leggy, you look stuck to the ground, you look overtrained, you look all those things. But somewhere in between, the truth probably lies in the fact that Tipperary were, were better all over the field, and it might be it might be the simple analogy that people want to hear, you know. You've another game in two weeks. I suppose it's good to have another chance. Sometimes in sports you don't get another chance. Now you do. Is it a case that you just have to move on from this quickly without investigating too much because things like this happen and you just have to be able to put it behind you by looking ahead rather than looking back? Or is it a case that you will have to do a very, 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 I suppose, forensic post-mortem? Yeah, I'm not sure how we the time for forensic post-mortem. We do that anyway, whether we win or lose. So, But it's how we, I suppose, impart that to the lads. You know, we have a lot of dejected, disappointed lads inside the dressing room you know who thought we were right coming into the game and then obviously when it doesn't materialise there's there's more analysis there's more local analysis in particular more for there's more you know I suppose there's more argument about what we play or what we don't play and that's that's part of the course hey? we've, we've had some good times we've had some good victories where we've had to take some um, good praise so we take the criticism in equal measure but we you know we're, we're confident that we can you know, not reinvent ourselves, but just stick to our key principles in terms of our getting our work rate back up to where it should be and, and being being perhaps more honest on the field, you know. I suppose Kipling wrote about treating praise and criticism the same way. It's it's what you'll do now. You're good at keeping it out either way. Yeah, we are. We, we think we are, you know, and we, we, we I spoke to the lads in the restaurant. We didn't, we said we'll have a meeting back at the hotel, but I don't think it'll be kind of a warts and all meeting where everything is questioned, and that's not that you're beyond question. It's more, we just need to move on and park it straight away, almost like the league final, and that's what we'll do, but only only today, two weeks, will tell whether we've recovered or not, and certainly very, very uh, demoralising as we, as we stand now, you know. Thanks, Derek. Michael Ryan, Tipperary manager, congratulations on not only the win, but an awesome display of hurling. Yeah, uh, look, we, we came to win, and we're delighted with that. Um, you know, in terms of how it turned out, I think 
look, you know, I think, you know, we, we must have got every bounce that was going in the second half. It certainly looked like that. And, um, you know, goals win matches, we've always been saying it. And they just came for us, you know. Um, and that's, But look, we're thrilled. We're delighted with the win. Absolutely, you know, a really good team performance from, from Tip. Um, but I don't think that reflected Waterford, to be fair to them. They're a much better side than what, what that scoreline... You know, scorelines sometimes, you know, belittle, you know, a team at a point in time. And I think that's the case today. Waterford like to try and run through teams in offload. Do you look set up to counteract that? Do you look like you were ready to dispossess them, use your physicality and use your skills? And that's exactly how it played out. Yeah, look, you know, um, we set out our stall to, to, to play our game. You know, that's effectively what we did um, in terms of how it worked out. It worked out really well. But, you know, you get days like that. Um, look, be under no illusions. That's a that's a, an excellent Waterford side, and they just didn't get any bounces that I could see out there today, and they all seem to come our days. And you know what? You get days like that, um, but you know we we're thrilled. We came to win a Munster final. A Munster final is a very precious thing in Tipperary, um, and we get you know our right of passage is straight through to a semi final in five weeks' time. These guys are only one step behind that, and they play in two weeks' time. Uh, I you know they're still a formidable team. Well. That- All right, that was Michael Ryan and Derek McGrath, the two managers of the Munster Hurling finalists. Uh, That's it for this week's Rewind. It's a slightly shorter one. Um, Hopefully hopefully you can join us again next week. Um, Thanks for listening in. The Monday Rewind. 